Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Felix's wife was named Drusilla, and her father was King Herod Agrippa I. So she was Agrippa II's sister, right? Well, so is Bernice. When you read this, it almost it seems like they're husband and wife. And apparently, they lived as though they were. Often, when we see something that we want, we will do all that we can to get it. Today, Pastor Robert talks about the drama that was within the kings and queens of Jerusalem. He tells us of a woman whom every king wanted when they got into power. The only thing that will fill your sense of want is Jesus. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 25, as he begins his message, Dead or Alive. We're continuing, as I said, in the book of Acts. We made it halfway through chapter 25, so that's where we're going to pick it up today. The Apostle Paul has been held captive in Caesarea by the Roman official, the Roman governor Felix, held him illegally without charges for more than two years. And then Felix, because he was such a corrupt rascal, was recalled by Caesar and he was replaced by a new governor named Festus. And Festus wasn't much better than Felix. When he got there, he realized what was going on. He went to Jerusalem to meet with the Jewish leadership, the prominent men of of Israel, of Judaism there in Jerusalem. And and as he met with them, the first thing they did was start talking about Paul. This guy doesn't deserve to live, da-da-da-da-da. So they have this hearing, and the, the governor says, you know, this I don't really see it, but you know, he, he says to Paul, since Paul was a Roman citizen and, and actually had rights, he said, would you be willing to go with me back to Jerusalem to stand trial before the Jewish high council, the Sanhedrin? And, and Paul recognized a setup when he saw one, and he said, no, I'm not willing to do that. I appeal to Caesar, which was his right as a Roman citizen. So that's where we left off. Verse 13 says... After some days, King Agrippa and Bernice came to Caesarea to greet Festus. Now, just for a couple of minutes here, what is that about? Well, King Herod Agrippa II was just another politician, basically, but he was from a long line. In that King Herod the Great was the 
appointed king. It's not like a traditional monarchy, but the Roman emperor had appointed Herod as king over that region, more than just Israel in reality. He was the king when Jesus was born, Herod the Great. Well, then his son, Herod Agrippa I, came along, giant area, humongous area of responsibility to govern. But again, he's an appointee. He's just a puppet king, if you will. And then when Herod Agrippa II came along, because Agrippa I died, and Agrippa II was 17 when his father died, and the Caesar, I don't remember who it was, but the emperor at the time said, he's only 17 years old. He's not up to governing that entire, you know, expansive region, but we'll give him this little part over here for the time being, and so continue the dynasty, continue the the line. Then later, as he was a little older, you know, some maneuvering, some political maneuvering, whatever, he ended up with more. So by this time, he has, under his area of responsibility, the entire region that encompasses Israel. So there's a sense in which King Agrippa, King Herod Agrippa II, was in like a supervisory sort of a role over Festus, the governor of Judea, because Judea is a small province within that larger region. Everybody tracking with me? So they come, Herod says, King Agrippa and Bernice came to Caesarea to greet Festus. Festus is the newly arrived governor. So here's this guy that is sort of like his boss, but it's not totally functioning that way it would seem in just reading, you know, what the historians have to say. But they came to welcome him. Now, who is Bernice? Well, that's where the soap opera gets really fascinating. If you remember, Felix's wife was named Drusilla. And her father was King Herod Agrippa I. So she was Agrippa II's sister, right? Well, so is Bernice. When you read this, it almost it seems like they're husband and wife. And apparently, they lived as though they were. Fascinating, scandalous kind of stuff that went on in, in the first century AD. And no, it wasn't normal then either. It, it, was, it was apparently one of the worst kept secrets in the Roman Empire, but, but Agrippa II and Bernice had an incestuous love affair going on for decades. Bishop A.C. Hervey's pulpit commentary said it this way, Herod Agrippa II, he says, was the one who built the palace at Jerusalem, which overlooked the temple and gave great offense to the Jews. Because, I mean, the temple was supposed to be the, the highest place, you know, and he built a palace overlooking it. He was the last of the Herods and reigned above 50 years. Bernice was his sister, but was thought to be living in an incestuous intercourse with him. 
She'd been the wife of her uncle, Herod, prince of Chalcis, and on his death lived with her brother. By the way, that's when Agrippa II inherited a larger area of responsibility. It says when his uncle died. It says she then for a while became the wife of Polemokim, of king of Sicilia, but soon returned to Herod Agrippa. She afterwards became the mistress of Vespasian and of Titus in succession, which, tell, I mean, this must have been an incredibly beautiful woman because whoever was in charge wanted her, right? Even her own brother. So Agrippa and Bernice come to the capital. They come to Caesarea to welcome the newly arrived governor. And verse 14 continues, when they'd been there many days, Festus laid Paul's case before the king, saying, there's a certain man left a prisoner by Felix, about whom the chief priests and the elders of the Jews informed me when I was in Jerusalem, asking for a judgment against him. To them I answered, it is not the custom of the Romans to deliver any man to destruction before the accused meets the accusers face to face and has the opportunity to answer for himself concerning the charge against him. Therefore, When they had come together, without any delay, the next day I sat on the judgment seat and commanded the man to be brought in. When the accuser stood up, they brought no accusation against him of such things as I supposed, but had some questions against him about their own religion and about a certain Jesus who had died, whom Paul affirmed to be alive. And because I was uncertain of such questions, I asked whether he was willing to go to Jerusalem and there be judged concerning these matters. But when Paul appealed to be reserved for the decision of Augustus, I commanded him to be kept till I could send him to Caesar. Then Agrippa said to Festus, I also would like to hear the man myself. Tomorrow, he said, you shall hear him. So the next day, when Agrippa and Bernice had come with great pomp, and had entered the auditorium with the commanders and the prominent men of the city at Festus' command, Paul was brought in. But this was about more than just Paul. This was about Festus being newly arrived. It was about King Agrippa, King Herod Agrippa II with Bernice. You know, they're just, just this big, big deal that they're making. And that's where such big deal ceremonies and parties would have taken place. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. 
We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.